The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the first portion of the Old Testament reading from the second Sunday after Pentecost. This is from Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 to 21, where the Lord through Moses said to the Israelites, Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land that the Lord swore to give your forefathers, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. My dear friends in Christ, Moses was inspired by God to write the book of Deuteronomy as his final words of direction and encouragement for the Israelite people. Here, Moses, the elder statesman, someone that had all the advice in the world to give to people. He'd been leading the Israelites for 40 years, for 40 years, and well, they finally were at the point where they were going to be able to get into, enter into the promised land of Palestine. But throughout the time that Moses led the Israelites, the fact of the matter is, is that those Israelites showed over and over again how they were incapable on their own to be considered God's people. They were sinners. They rebelled against God. And, and when we think of the Israelite people, we'd say, oh, they're a lot like we are today on our own. We're incapable of being considered God's people. We're sinners. We rebel against God. There's, we aren't the perfect people that we'd have to be to be acceptable to God on our own. See, and now that's the key point here. On our own, we can't be accepted as God's people, but when God takes the initiative, that's the change. That's the difference maker. And how thankful we have to be that God took the initiative to work with the Israelite people, that he takes that initiative to work with us as well. In our reading, as Moses encouraged the Israelites to look and to God's, look to God and his word, what he was also trying to do is help them to think about their own inabilities on their own. Well, they could look back and think about how they were enslaved in Egypt and how they were powerless to do anything about that. They could think about how, when they were freed from Egypt, how they were at the edge of the sea, the Red Sea, and how the Egyptian armies were marching toward them and they were goners but then God rescued them. Or here they are, they're out in the wilderness and they couldn't take care of themselves, they couldn't feed themselves, but, but what God ended up doing is he provided them with, with manna and quail 
and then also at a couple of occasions from with water from a rock so that their physical hunger and thirst would be taken care of. Now they were unable to take care of them things on their own and 40 years prior to this when the Israelites were first at the edge of Israel and hoping to get into the promised land. Well, remember what happened is that 10 of the 12 spies that went in and reported on the land, well, they all said that the land was great and wonderful, but 10 of the 12 spies, they ended up saying, they're too strong, they're too powerful for us to be able to do anything against them. And so they ended up being in the wilderness for those 40 years before they finally entered the promised land of Palestine. But all of this, it really should have showed the Israelites their own inabilities and how much they needed God's help. And now actually there's the key thing, isn't it? That a person needs to see his own abilities, his need for help, before he's really going to look to God for the help he wants to give. And, and once a person sees his ability, well, it, of course, remember, it's only through the working of the Holy Spirit that one knows that his help is in the Lord, that he has a Savior in Jesus. Without the Holy Spirit, if we saw our inabilities and our weakness, we'd be led to despair. But the Holy Spirit, he gives us hope. He gives us hope. And instead of thinking that we can take care of ourselves, we'll want to look in faith to the Lord Jesus, to him for his help and his strength. Moses said, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. What Moses wants us to do is learn not as little as possible, but as much as possible as we can from the word of God to, to read and study that regularly, faithfully, often because, well, the apostle Paul says, it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. And when he says here, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, well, we do that when we would repeatedly read and study the word of God so that that word of God ends up getting stuck in our heads. And when I say stuck in our heads, I mean that we memorize those words, that they become a part of us, that we just naturally know those words. And well, when we have youth in our Sunday school and catechism classes, what we do is we try to encourage them to learn Bible passages and the parts of the catechism. And I often think when I read a passage like this, if maybe we should be doing more with the adults in our congregation, encouraging them also to memorize scripture, to learn it so that it's a part of our heads as well. And maybe what I should be doing is finding a passage of the month that all of you can memorize and learn so that they become a part of your head. 
Moses said, Tie them as symbols on your hand and bind them on your foreheads. Well, this passage always makes me think about wearing Christian jewelry. And I'm not saying that you should do this, but some people might also think that getting a tattoo of a Christian symbol or a Bible passage might be a way for them to have that scripture, those symbols near them as reminders for them to help them. Again, I'm not telling you you should do that. Well, Moses said, teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land that the Lord swore to give your forefathers, as many as the days as the heavens are above the earth. Well, to receive all the blessings that God wants to give us, he says here that we'll want to have God's word and his love abundantly in our homes. And well, what that means is we could have crosses and religious pictures and plaques with Bible passages on them, on the walls in our homes. More importantly, what we'll want to do is have God's word richly in our homes. Devotions, reading, studying that word of God together. We want to have that there so that well, then after we have our church services or our YouTube services, what parents will want to do is talk about those things with their children, well, with, with each other and, and with others, talking about the things that they've learned in the sermon, the readings, the hymns, the prayers, through just hearing God's word together. Well, when God's word is regularly and often and faithfully in your homes and in your lives, then you will be enjoying God's blessings. That's an absolute fact. You will be enjoying God's blessings, especially as you, you grow in your faith, as you're better equipped by God to fight the good fight of faith in this sinful, sin-troubled world, and as you also and your families grow together and grow stronger in the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, please send us, your Holy Spirit, help us to be always regularly, faithfully in your word, to desire the blessings of the, your word so that, well, we know our sin, but then we know our Savior, we know his presence, we know his help, we know his strength, so that we can keep on fighting the good fight of faith, living in this sinful world, but living as victors in this sinful world because we have you, dear Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father 
and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.